Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and we talk about horror movies on this show. It is the Christmas season, which means Christmas horror is upon us. And yeah. that is you why. Should have, you should have introduced me as Santa and you as my elf. <laughs> why are you Santa and I'm your elf? I think that's how it'd go down. <laughs> <laughs> Poppycock, Timmy. Poppycock. So that's a great name for an elf. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you can take the name Poppycock. I'll be Santa. You can be Poppycock. So we we are doing a Christmas movie this this episode. We are doing the original Silent Night, Deadly Night, which mm-hmm. is a bit of a redo actually, because way back when we started this show, uh, like three, four years ago, almost four, yeah. almost four before sometime next year. Um, we did Santa Deadly Night way back, way back when, but it was back when, it, well, let's be honest, it was shit, <laughs> and uh, other people were here, uh, me and Tim did yeah. not have the, quite frankly, downright homoerotic tension that we have now <laughs> that makes this I show I was alright, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were alright, sure, yes, yes. Uh, so, we thought it was worth redoing and having, having a, a good discussion about Selling It Deadly Night mm. and uh, also Tim really wanted to do it so that we could do the second one. <laughs> Not this year though. There's no point in doing the second one this year because the second one is 70% the same damn movie. So, that's not happening. But we'll start spoiler free as we always do. We'll warn you before we go into spoilers and we will talk about Selling It Deadly Night from 1984. Here we go. What is it? What is it about? You may ask. Silent Deadly Night is about a young kid named Billy, whose parents are murdered by someone dressed as Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. So he grows up with a few. How to put this? Uh, interesting ticks. We'll see. Yes, some interesting ticks. Uh, that result him and him having some serious issues when it comes to Christmas. He is forced. Well, I, <laughs> yes. I mean, to be to be fair, it kind of sounds like you're putting a little bit of the blame on him. When I feel like, oh, I'm the not the entire. Oh I, no, I, there's a vil- <laughs> there's a villain in this movie that we're going to talk about. I am not blaming. Him. Well, I'm not saying he should be let it, to run rampant, but I am not blaming him. No, I'm, no. I I, would, I have like a fan theory where like, really, the whole universe is out <laughs> to get this kid because, like, there's. Like, there's easily, like, you know, like, there seems like there's a couple of different ways that you can basically get this kid to hate Christmas. But, like, they throw, like, six or seven of them at you. Like, <laughs> like, it, like the first maybe, I don't know, like, what, like, first fifth of this movie or something is just, like, kind of relentless for this kid. He's going through a gauntlet of Christmas stuff. Yeah. That's, there's, there's no denying that. But so basically, he is forced to wear a Santa outfit for a job when he's eighteen, and he snaps and goes on a killing spree dressed as Santa Claus. Hence the title, Silent Night, Deadly Night. So, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the movie. So we, we've both seen this before. Obviously, we, as we oh, yeah. said, we've yeah. done like a sort of beta version of this episode long ago, which is not worth seeking out. In fact, I'll probably wipe it from the history books uh, <laughs> before this goes up. So you can't even go find it anymore. Uh, but no. So we both love this movie, right? That's the, I'm, oh, yeah, co- yeah. I'm correct in saying that. We love this yeah, movie. Of it's, course. <laughs> it's not a good movie per se, no. 
<laughs> but it's a phenomenally entertaining movie to watch. It is. <laughs> I think I think it is the crown jewel of the Christmas horror movie, uh, in many ways. It's not the best one, yeah. but it's the crown jewel nonetheless. Sure, yeah, I think, um, you know, I don't think many people would argue that, obviously, uh, Black Christmas is, you know, like, the superior, like, you know, oh, in, in terms better. of good horror movie. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like this and Christmas Evil, I, I think, usually are the ones people, like, uh, you know, point to as being, like, the bad, you know, uh, Christmas horror movies, and, and both are great, uh, yeah. but, and, yeah, and, yeah, I think the this record, one edges I, it out. Yeah, for the record, I love Black Christmas. I, I like... That's one of my favorites. Black Christmas is fantastic. I'm not saying that this is better than Black Christmas. I'm saying yeah. that this is the. This has a reputation. <laughs> this. Is... <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's got a better well, title. That's what it is. It's got a better title. Oh yeah, no, yeah. The title's great, and then uh, <laughs> like especially like you know with the. I, I mean, I don't know if every everyone realizes that's where it's from, but you know the second one becomes very notorious. You know, with the uh, garbage day like meme and stuff that. You know, it's kind of floated around the internet or whatever. Well, uh, it did like 10, 15 years ago. I feel like that meme's old now. This is the sad thing, Tim. I feel like now we're at the point where there's certain memes that are now nostalgic. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, you know, like now, now I'll see a certain meme from like 2004 and be like, whoa, I feel nostalgic. I've not seen that meme in so long. And I'm like, wait a minute. Memes are that old now that there's nostalgic memes? Jesus. That's weird. Oof. Yeah, that is pretty insane. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember like the whole motivational poster meme craze that went on for like a couple of years? Uh, not really. I mean, I was like pretty late to like I don't know, it, meme culture or whatever you want to call it. Like, <laughs> but all right, Tim. Okay, yeah. <laughs> old man, Grandpa Tim behind the times. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, back uh, back to the movie though. Obviously, uh, it, it's great. It's it's very ludicrous. Um, it's like uh, this is kind of what you want, like from like you know a bad movie. You have all the tropes, like you have like you know like some bad acting, like you know ludicrous storylines. Um, like actually, like you know, surprisingly, like you know, somewhat inventive uh, kills. <laughs> But mm-hmm. uh, no, so my yeah, kills are pretty all, enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, it's all pretty glorious, though. Yeah, um, it's just one of those movies where you watch it, and there's just there's so many like there's these weird ideas that are just don't feel mm-hmm. natural, but they're they're kind of delightful oh, no. in their absurdity yeah. when, when when they go down. Yeah, uh, and this movie is <laughs> determined to turn this kid into the Santa killing machine, and yeah. everything about it is just like. Like, like you said earlier, there's so many reasons given to him. His parents are killed <laughs> by Santa Claus. The Santa Claus tries to rape his mother. The, the his, his vegetative state grandfather, <laughs> That's who, who's not spoken in years, <laughs> wakes up when everyone else is outside the room just to tell him that Santa is going to punish him for being naughty and he should be terrified of Santa. Um, Which, like, is, and it's not even, like... Uh... It's not even like that's necessarily like a weird quirk that the grandpa has, because like later on, like you see like people singing this like weird creepy song about Santa, where it's like, again, is this just a weird universe where like Santa punishes as much as he like you know presents people? Because I, I don't know, everyone... Santa giveth and Santa taketh away. <laughs> there you go. Uh... I guess to the point though, where even if he sees a, a photo of Santa when he's, I say photo, you know what I mean, like a drawing or a, an image of Santa, yeah. 
when he's older, he immediately gets this like tick where he's like, <laughs> you know, he's, like, he starts to react to it violently, just just in his face immediately. Uh, it's, it's it's very bizarre. Um, I love how he runs around yelling punish as he yeah. kills random people dressed as Santa Claus. Uh, it's, it's it's delightfully entertaining. Um, he, like even that is like kind of funny because it's like, wouldn't it make more sense with the Christmas theme, like for him to just like yell like naughty or something? But just like the idea, like punish, like oh, it's not something like we're familiar with Santa. Because he, yeah. he does say that once or twice, but the, the one that sticks out in my head is definitely punish. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I think that, that's more sketchphrase. And I think it's because there's one. I won't spoil it too much because we're not in spoilers yet. But it's because of the one kill where he literally just jumps out into the door frame and yells "punish" at random at someone who, up until right, that yeah. point, has never encountered him. He just jumps out and yells "punish." Yeah. <laughs> holding an axe. It's the whole thing. I think. I think watching it again, like it's it's only about eighty minutes long. Even this like unrated like director's cut that has some of the the gore added back in. Where, and you can tell the footage is the is different because it like has not been maintained the same way. Yeah, I was I was gonna ask you about that because I was watching this on Blu-ray and yeah, uh, yeah I, I forget if I mean I guess it must have happened in, in the other copies I watched, but like yeah, halfway through the movie, all of a sudden it just turns into like, whoa, am I watching like a VHS or something? Like, <laughs> like it, the quality dips pretty significantly because well, the quality is surprisingly very good most of the time. Um, yeah. It's when the kills start happening. There's just like some shots and some of the kill scenes are really crappy looking, and it's because they were deleted and they weren't you know well kept and they they put them back okay. in. So, um, because right. I, I wasn't sure if I just had like a weird copy or something. I've, I, I've never seen like the, the 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 theatrical version though, and I I'm curious. What I like about the, the quality changing though is that in my head I'm kind of like taking them out and like editing the scene down in my head. How did this this oh, yeah. death scene work without <laughs> these these shots? And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is weird. You can't remove that shot. And then, uh, you know. Also, the other thing, uh, like, I've I forgotten with, like, previous watches is uh, just, like, the constant, like, jingling of bells. Like, I kept thinking, like, like what, is that coming from in the house or something or this? <laughs> and I, I, I guess it was, like, the bells that are on his costume. But it was, like, oh, I, I was, like, going crazy by the end. I was, like, stop jingling. I love how you almost went into a Black Christmas reference. The bells are coming from within inside the house. <laughs> um, so, now, one of the things I was noticing watching it this time, actually, is it's 80 minutes long, and, like, 40 minutes of that is actually just the build-up to, like, the snapping. Like, oh, yeah. it, it takes a while to get there, but I wouldn't change it for the world. I think every single oh, no. bit of build-up is important. <laughs> Like, all yeah. of it works, and, and all of it, you're constantly, like, going, why are they doing this? Why? I, I think the biggest culprit is the mother superior, the nun at the orphanage, who is basically, I'll be honest, she's culpable in every single death. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. She is culpable yeah. for what she puts him through. <laughs> she, she is this hardcore Old Testament, you will do what I say, and tries to force him to do things. She, she yeah. th- This woman is, like, the exact opposite of what actual therapy is. She, she is like, no, no, just man <laughs> up and do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, like, to the point where, you know, I have to wonder, like, when they were sent to the orphanage, did they tell them why? Because, like, who in the, for the love of God, would force a little child to sit on Santa's lap if you knew that their parents were murdered by Santa? Like, yes. after, after that, that is tying, him, tying him to his bed at night like a, like a criminal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the whole thing, and this is the weird thing. He's got a little brother who's like a baby in the, you know, the, in the first few scenes, you know, before the parents die. Um, I know the brother's like, like a big deal in the sequel. Like he's the main character, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. But like Thank in you. 
in this movie, after this opening section, it, they they mention it like once, and it's like almost never brought up that he's got a brother. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like, why yeah, is he totally there? It. Why why yeah. does he have a baby brother? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's never relevant in the whole movie. Oh. Did they know that we wanted to make a sequel? This is this was their, the sequel clause. Oh, oh geez. Uh yeah, like they I am sure as <laughs> I they, didn't even were... mean that, Tim, but that was gold. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm sure as they were uh yeah, writing it, they could clearly see the potential for for more movies. Oh, of course. They're like, Oh, this is a gold yeah. mine. We can make these for years. <laughs> oh dear. Uh so yeah, I mean, I love it a lot. It's goofy. The acting moments are kind of weird and and lovable and in all the best ways. Well, I'll I'll start mentioning specifics and spoilers here, but yeah, uh, I just want to, to you know, delightful. Uh, so full spoilers then for Selenite Deadly Night. Should you care? <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine you would. Be. So so like you say, the movie opens. He's traveling with his parents to his grandparents. And, or his grandmother specifically, and they stop at his grandfather at, at this, uh, you know, old folks' home. Yeah, nursing home, yeah. And he is uh, catatonic, essentially. He's like in a vegetative state. <laughs> yeah. And I love Billy's... Billy's like a, a... He's a really intelligent character, actually, because he, he, he calls things yeah. like he sees them, because the mother... He's probably the only character that acts normal. <laughs> yeah, because his mother points out that his grandfather can't even tell that they're there, and then Billy says... Yeah. Then why did we come then? And I'm yeah. like, he's got a point. <laughs> he's got a point. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's so many things wrong with it. Like, yeah, all right. Uh, you know, I, I, I guess it's sad, but yeah, I mean, technically, do they really need to go there? And then, yeah, uh, if you are gonna go there, should you just leave the child with him? Like, I don't know if it, if it's like a medical thing. Like, if something happens, like. Maybe shouldn't someone else be there other than like this small child? Yeah. Uh, also, they're, also, they're there for an, sure. they're there for an update on his condition. But I'm like, he's been in a vegetative state for a while. What update is there? Unless you called them to tell them it was a change, they just show yeah. up to get an update. It's weird. Yeah, and it's not like he's in a uh, like if he was in a coma, wouldn't he be like lying down in a bed with like you know like all these like a. Uh, you know, like tubes and, and stuff in him. Like instead, like it looks like he's fine. It's just he's kind of sitting up, just not really talking. Yeah. And just for the record, I'm like, not saying it's weird that they come to visit him, even though I'm joking that Billy's got sure, a point. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying that it's weird that they're here to talk to the doctor in his office about his condition when there's been no change. Like nothing's happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it, it's 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 very strange. And then, like, really, again, this is just like there's no reason for any of this stuff to be happening. Unless like the universe wants to scare this child, like it's like it's all just set up so like this uh you know granddad can just it, like it almost feels like like the grandpa knew that this was gonna happen and he was just playing like the long game like <laughs> like oh if I pretend like that I can't like you know talk or understand things for five years and there'll be a chance where I can like creep out my grandkid. <laughs> Hey, I'd respect that. If that if that's the whole point of this, if he's been playing the long game yeah. just to just to scare the show of his grandson, I, I I will applaud that. But he 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 wakes up when no one else is around and tells him that Santa punishes if you've been naughty or nice. And he's like, I've been naughty a little bit. He's like, well, you don't want to meet Santa tonight. You don't want to meet him. Uh, and so we see we see this Santa. This would like generally freak me out too as a kid. Like, if oh sure, yeah. All he's of dead a sudden, se- like he's dead serious when he says this. There's there's no. Yeah. 
jokiness to this. And, and even if it wasn't like the fact, like even if he wasn't in a whatever coma or whatever he's in, like just like an an old man grabbing you and saying that to you, like the actor is great in this. He is like generally like uh, intense, like. I don't know, that, that is freaky. So we see this Santa rob a, rob a store and sets up that he's a bit of a criminal who just shoots people on the fly. So, a bit of a criminal, sure. A bit of a criminal, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that was very British phrasing. Uh, but a bit of a criminal means very much a criminal. <laughs> just for the record. Uh, but So they're in the car and Billy says to his parents, oh, does Santa punish people for being bad? So, and, so, and, and this is what disproves your theory that this is an alternate reality where <laughs> everyone knows that Santa punishes as much as he, he gives because yeah. as my author is like, where did you hear a thing like that? Santa punishing you. <laughs> she was very upset. Well, I guess uh, you know her dad never sat her down and had the talk. Apparently not, even though he's yeah. very eager to have the talk with his grandson right now. Yeah, but but it's uh. But I mean, it's interesting to note though. Before they go to the, you know, see the grandpa, he's very excited about Santa, and he's very worried. Mm. Like, are they gonna make it home in time? Because he wants to make sure that he's in bed so Santa can deliver the present. So he's very pro Santa at that point. And then he, after the grandpa, now he's very anti Santa. Yes, to the point where they, they they come across this this evil Santa who's broken down in the car that he's got, and they see, oh look at this Santa's broken down up up ahead. He must he must be going to a party or something like that. And then Billy wakes up because he's asleep in the back seat, and he's like, "No, it's Santa! Don't stop! Keep driving! Yeah. He's dangerous!" And like the parents are into it, though they're like, "Hey, you might get to see Santa this year anyway." Like, you know, it's it's it's. I think it's kind of cute that the parents are like, "Oh, hey, like this is gonna be nice for him." Like, you know, he's worried about yeah. missing Santa, and here he is. But and then, of course, not realizing the trauma he just went through. L- l- little do they know that he's actually he's, he's his warning is correct. This is yeah. dangerous. Keep driving. Yeah. Leave him here in the middle of the night, please. Uh, because the, the, the dude comes up, pulls out a gun immediately, and starts to shoot the dad, and then tries to rip the mom, but then, and, then, and then just kills her because she's fighting too much. Um, yeah. And then Billy witnesses the whole thing, and this gives him a lot of trauma, not only with Santa, but also with sex, because what one of the scenes that I'd forgotten about early on is that he, he sees... A, one of the older kids, or two, well, two of the older kids, having sex. Um, oh, when he's in the orphanage. When he's in the orphanage. Yeah, but, and he's yeah. he's looking through the keyhole, and this is shot so dramatically with the light <laughs> of the keyhole on his eye, and it keeps cutting back yeah. to this intense close up <laughs> as he's watching the, the the sex. And there's like a close up at one point of the the guy like playing with a woman's nipple, and it's like this yeah. intense close up of the nipple, and then it flashes back to his mother like being assaulted, and it's just like, oh my god, what. Um, this poor kid. <laughs> I know. So, so Mala Superior gets very upset because yeah. Billy uh, draws a, a nasty. They're, they're drawing in class, and he draws a, a Santa who's murdered a dog. And yeah. I, I, my favorite thing about this scene is that because the, the nuns like, oh, Billy, come up and show the class what you've drawn, and he goes to pin it up on the board, and it's one of the girls in the class. I love, I love this girl's performance. She just yeah. goes, oh, sister, look what he's drawn. <laughs> It's the way she says yeah, like, it, it just cracks me up. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it, it's great. And, yeah, it's, like, played for such a shock. And then, like, uh, uh, again, like, at this point, you know, you know what this kid's been through, and you see him doing this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, this is when you should start, mm-hmm. like, you know, looking at, like, therapy and maybe ways to help uh, 
you know, uh, with the, help the child uh, process let, what he's been through. But so let us follow the line of events here. He has been taught <laughs> that Santa will punish if you're naughty. He has then seen, you know, this this horrible sex act. He he has clearly got trauma related to Santa Claus. He's got trauma related to sex. On top of that, Mother Superior tries to convince him that the sex act that he saw was very, very naughty and it shouldn't be done and you'll be punished for it. And he she spanks him for because he was out of his room or something like that with the, the belt. In fact, she spanks the kids who were having sex. She just kind of grabs a belt and starts whipping at them. As you yeah. do. Um Right, and then she ties him to a bed because he's wandering at night, he's having nightmares. And she's like, oh, see, he's fine the next morning because he was tied to the bed. Look, or, or, or my methods work, sister, because there's, there's a nicer <laughs> nun who kind of cares about him. And she's like, oh, my, yeah. my, my methods work. He is going to sit in, sit in Santa's lap later today and he is going to enjoy it. He's going to behave himself. And what? of course, he gets dragged into Santa <laughs> kicking and screaming. And I'm like, this this woman is responsible for every murder this kid does. She she is making yeah. his condition a hundred times worse by forcing him to do this. This this is not what you do. This is not healthy. That, that this is like a parent of a of a gay kid who's trying to convert them to be straight. That's what this is. Oh this, sure, yeah. Th- this is what this is. This is just forcing. No, be normal. Yeah. Be normal. Just be normal. That's yeah. what she's doing. It is now, like oh. I feel like. Even if he didn't have the trauma, I, I feel like you shouldn't force a kid to san- sit on Santa's lap. Like, if they don't want to, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe this is, like, 21st century thinking, but sitting on a stranger's lap's kind of creepy, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of yeah. creepy. Now, she comes off as this horrible parent who's determined to have her kid, like, conform to her views. But in this case, it's, it's not even just that they're different. It's that, no, no, he has suffered this trauma. He is broken. Yeah. Let him heal. <laughs> Get him help. But no. Yeah. Oh, my God. So this results. He, he forces her on the Santa's lap, and then he dislikes it so much that he actually punches Santa in the face. And it's a proper punch. Like, it's not just like he, he elbows him or something oh, yeah. like that. He properly Santa swings. Goes down. It's a bloody nose. Santa's got a bloody nose. It's a whole thing. So this entire section of the orphanage is just gold after gold of, like, yeah. ridiculous. And then... It cuts to, you know, your quote-unquote present day of 1984. <laughs> year of our Lord, 1984. Um, uh, year of our Terminator, 1984. Year of Gremlins and other things. Uh, so, yeah, so so basically the, the nice nun is is begging this toy store manager for a job for Billy. So Billy's just turned 18, he needs a job and he's like, oh no, this is a job for a man, not a boy. Like He's going to be lugging boxes <laughs> and stocking things and blah blah. And she's like, oh, at least meet him. And then the manager turns around and we get the, uh, you know the shot they do in movies, with, you know, especially in 80s movies, where the guy like meets the really hot girl and she's like oh, really yeah. attractive. So it starts off at the bottom of the legs and then like, slowly tilts up the body. <laughs> to eventually get to the attractive face it does that yeah. with billy where it starts off at his legs and he goes up and the, the you know the, the manager's looking him up and gets to the top and he's obviously he's a big dude he's like six foot five he's muscly yeah. he's well built and he's like oh well i always like to help the church and yeah. i'm not saying there was definite definite homoerotic like oh i'll say there intentions was. <laughs> here but it was definitely coming off that way um oh yeah no like yeah uh, at the time, maybe that's not what they uh, were trying to go for, but it that totally reads as like some yeah homoerotic undercurrent. Like yeah, I, he, he was like, oh, point- this is some beefcake. 
<laughs> yeah, like to, definitely like to the point where I watch it where I'm like, oh yeah, like he like he's like the the shopkeeper like is in love with this boy. <laughs> like yeah, there's no way around it. Uh, which was further exemplified because he gets the job, and then we go into this really cheesy montage with this really upbeat song playing of him <laughs> working at the store and fitting in. Because one of the things that's established in the orphanage section is that he's actually fine most of the year. It's only during Christmas where he gets kind of weird yeah. and kind of aggressive. <laughs> and I wonder why. He's, he's just working in this toy store, which, by the way, if you've got a problem... Even the good nun's a, bit, a little bit at fault here because she got him a job in a sure, toy store, yeah. which is probably the most Christmassy that's... place you could probably that's... work. Yeah, that's pretty dangerous. I, yeah. I like at the at the bare minimum, like get him the job, but then say, oh yeah, by the way though, like no Santa stuff. Uh, if there's gonna be like a really really Christmassy things, maybe he can stay home like those days. But yeah, yeah put put him in Dunder Mifflin stocking paper like sure. that, that. That's that's yeah. safe. Do, do, put him in that job. So we get this montage, and the, 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 there's a lot of him like just like putting things on shelves and smelling at customers and smelling with the other staff members as a girl he's kind of got a crush on. But Picking the thing little that really... kids up so they can reach the top shelf. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> the, my favourite part of this, and it's so stupid, is <laughs> the manager comes out of his office and he looks over and he sees Billy like, you know, just like either talking to a customer or something and he turns around. And the manager looks kind of disappointed, like he's, he's mad that he's not doing enough work or something like that. And then Billy walks away from the customer and he, he walks past like a shelf and he notices mm-hmm. that one of the, the kids like colouring books or whatever it is, is tilted. So he, he fixes it. He, he realigns it at the front of the, the, the row. <laughs> and then it cuts back to the manager and he does this face. Sorry for the audio people because I can't really describe this. Mm-hmm. But he does this face. <laughs> he gets very proud all of a sudden like he's the best yeah. employee he's ever had. And I'm like, all he did was straighten a thing in a shelf. That is not employee yeah. of the month material. <laughs> Which further proves that he is the hots for Billy. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Also, like, it's kind of surprising that there's more than two people that work at this store. <laughs> like... mm. The place isn't that big, and there's, like, five no. staff members at all times. It's kind yeah. of weird. <laughs> like, I-, I get it during the Christmas rush, you'd probably have some extra staff yeah. in, but, like... There's like, like, sw- and it's really just so that we've got a lot of people to kill once he goes nuts but <laughs> oh yeah yeah like especially like you know and it's kind of weird too like the you know like the the one kind of like horny like pervy dude that's like you know why why are you working at a kid's toy store <laughs> it seems kind of weird yeah especially it's, it's, it's actually with billy's kind of weird <laughs> so basically the guy who was playing santa in the store calls in sick so the manager's like, "Hey Billy, you're going to have to be Santa." So this is what gets him in the Santa suit. Uh, like, what again? Like, why would this ever, ever happen? Like, there's no reason unless like the universe like decides yeah. that, that this needs to happen. To be fair, to the manager though, I don't think he's aware of what his his backstory is. So you know, the nuns I'm going to give shit to because they, I'm pretty sure they know fine well. Yeah. What happened to him? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But the manager, at least he doesn't know, so it's fine. Um, although he does scare the shit out of one of the kids. He basically turns into his own grandfather when there's a kid on his yeah. lap. And he's like, "Shut <laughs> up, or I'll punish you." Well, I, I I love this scene because he's just like it's so funny the way he's just like mumbling under his breath. He's like, "Stop it! Sit still! Stop it! Stop it!" And like, at what point? would the parent not run up and be like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing to my like no, daughter? No. Instead, like, it cuts back to the parents. It's like, oh, he's so good with children, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. 
fact, I'm pretty sure the manager like nods at her and then turns back and does that same face yeah. again where he sort of turns his head and just sort of smells at him. He's like, mm, yes. yeah. What is wrong with people? This is all right. This is like what's great about like you know like like, like when people wonder like you know the difference between you know, like a genuinely bad movie versus like a, you know, a movie that's trying to be bad or whatever. Like it's just like no real human could like write these things and, and think like, Oh, this is how real people act. Like, like nothing about this is genuine to the human experience. <laughs> it's baffling. So end, end of Christmas Eve. And so, the, so the manager's all like, because the manager like locks the door at the end of the Christmas Eve shift, and he's like, "Time to get loaded," because it's you know, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's Christmas Eve, and the, the the horrible season's gone. Which, by the way, mm. I actually think this is this is horrible writing as well, just in the sense that if you're a, if you're the manager, if you own a toy store, you mm. love Christmas because Christmas is where you make like ninety five percent of your money. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> that is where you make the majority of your income for the year. So why you'd be? I mean, obviously it'd be tiring, and and you know it'd be a lot of work for like a month or whatever. But I don't think you would be this enthusiastic for it to end. Oh yeah, no, without a doubt. So, uh, actually, I, actually, one one quick thing too um, that I, I I do just want to mention. I, I I love that the the toy store actually has like real recognizable stuff. Like I feel like a lot okay. of. Um, like, cause like you see, there's like actual like Star Wars figures in the background, and there was like you know Mickey Mouse cutout and stuff, and like um, I, know, I feel like most people are always like so worried about you know uh, copyright stuff or whatever that they would just have like very generic stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, th- I don't really see this movie paying at the time Fox for you know <laughs> the, the, no. the fact that you could see some Return of the Jedi yeah. toys in the background. Um, I think there's something. This might be well then inaccurate, so don't don't quote me on this or take legal advice from this. But um, <laughs> I I think there's a point where if it's in like a like let's let's say you shoot a scene in a in a movie store, right? And there's a lot of VHS or Blu-rays or DVDs or whatever in the background. Um, I think there's a point where if it's just like a if there's so many of them that it's yeah. like you're not focusing on it so it doesn't really matter that there's technically a lot of little copyright things in the background oh sure because it's yeah. just a, a sea of things you're not really focusing any of them and i yeah. would imagine that these toy store scenes kind of fall under that category to some extent oh yeah yeah without a doubt yeah and uh i mean if they're it's pretty stupid if there's like yeah like a law where you can't have like just crappy stuff in the background or whatever yeah uh i i imagine like you know that it's probably not that big a deal i I imagine like other movies probably just don't do it just so it doesn't the possibility doesn't come up or whatever yeah uh but certainly deadly apparently has gotten lucky and at no point over the last 30 (laughs) years have they tried to ban the movie for yeah (laughs) unlicensed star wars merchandise in the background yeah uh so i (laughs) so we get to the uh the the, the party scene right and by party all i mean is that the the employees start drinking in the store that is all we're talking about here and he's you know billy's got a crush on this girl he's been fantasizing about her but then having nightmares about like killing her (laughs) kind of thing um And the pervy guy, who's a bit of an asshole, leads her away into the back room, and Billy kind of follows to, like, spy and, like, listen to what's going on. And this guy is, like, so obviously sleazy. And he, for all, <laughs> I mean, if nothing, he's also a rapist, quite frankly, because he, he kind yeah. of forces himself on her. But even before this, I'm like, 
first of all, how blatant can you be? Because he keeps saying, oh, I've got a present for you. But no, we have to yeah. do it alone <laughs> in the back. Oh, it's just right yeah. around here behind all these boxes. You're going to love it. This is so blatant. Like, <laughs> no, this is stupid. Um, but when she, 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 when she resists him, when he actually goes in for anything, he gets very kind of violent and throws her down. And uh, this is when Billy steps in and and kills him. He and they kind of establish that he's kind of superhuman here because he he wraps his <laughs> neck in Christmas lights and then holds it up with one hand and hangs oh, yeah. him with one yeah. hand. So, you know, it's cool. Yeah, it's just nice. Uh, the, the the woman's reaction though felt a bit weird to me because i get that he's just killed the guy so it's, it's an extreme thing that's just happened but yeah. she immediately calls him a freak and then screams for help <laughs> she said get away from me you you freak you bastard you crazy son of a bitch it's like she's upset this guy who was trying to rape her has just been killed and i again i get that the murder specifically is a bit further sure, than yeah. it needed to be but he did just kind of come in and save the day a little bit yeah. So then, <laughs> so you think, okay, maybe like he will only kill people who have done bad things. Instead, he just kills her immediately. Yeah. And that's well, it. I, yeah. <laughs> and then he kills everyone else in the store. And then uh, the yeah the the first thing with the lights is pretty cool. Then uh, everything else, I, uh, yeah, it's not like super interesting. Like, is does he have the axe at this point or not yet? I I okay. thought that you, okay. you don't see it go in per se. I like the impact of the hammer on the head though, the manager's head. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, I like cool. when you see him afterwards lying there dead. There's just a hammer sticking out of his head. Yeah, I, I did like that. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, but so this uh. Yeah, so that that's not bad. But then I really like once he leaves the store and like yeah. his rampage <laughs> kind of like really begins. Yeah, because uh, it's basically a series of different murder scenes just kind of strung together yeah. before we get to the background to the the plot of if you can call it that <laughs> for the first <laughs> the last like ten yeah. fifteen minutes because he goes to this random house where again it's a couple having sex inside. Yeah. Uh, they're on a pool table for some reason, and they've got a little girl upstairs, but they're having sex, and for some reason so that's. So, what's weird is this is definitely a movie with some gratuitous boob shots, right? But the weird thing is, is that both the, both the boob shots, actually, no, no, two of the three boob shots up until now have been in attempted rape scenes. It feels really sleazy because you, you get this sense that they still treated it like, oh, this is this will give us cred with the guys because there's boob shots, and I'm like, yeah, but the attempted <laughs> yeah. rape scenes. That, that's not not the uh the circumstance most people want to see that and even even the third one that i was referring to the, the you know the, the teenagers having sex earlier on that was oh, intercut yeah. with the attempted rape scene so it was yeah. still it wasn't exactly like hey let's just get into boobs but for some reason this couple are starting to have sex and she thinks wait cat- do you say for some reason <laughs> well not the sex for some reason the, the, for some reason's oh. coming a second timmy <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. She, the woman thinks that a cat wants in from outside, so she puts oh, yeah. on some uh, like shorts and goes to get the cat. She opens her front door to let the cat in, completely topless. <laughs> not, not only is she opening the door to the outside completely topless, where anyone could see her, it's also snowy, snowing everywhere. Oh, yeah. So it's very cold. So it's cold and also. <laughs> You know, neighbors could see her. Anyone could see her. And I'm like, this is like, okay, if you didn't think this was gratuitous up until this point, and why you would think that, I don't know. But if you didn't, her going to to open the front door topless is it, right? There you go. We've passed that gratuity line. I don't know, man. It's <laughs> you never like 
go out to pick up the paper, forget you have pants, and just kind of go, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> never. Literally oh, never. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what kind of stuck out to me. And this this is where, uh, and she's walking towards the door uh, to shut it again after the cats came in. Billy just jumps into the door frame and shouts, <laughs> punish! And he's holding an axe. <laughs> and then he impales her on the reindeer head that's on the wall. That's pretty great. Or the moose head, whatever it was. It was antlers. Yeah, As a, yeah just like a yeah deer with antlers yeah. or something. Uh, but it's pretty great. You get, get the next shot. You see the shadows. Uh, her body slowly starting to go in, uh, being impaled on the deer horns. And then, uh, yeah, you're right. He is like kind of like freakishly like inhuman. Like he like just picks up the boyfriend and just like throws him out the window like it was nothing. Yes. And then the little girl comes up and says, Santa, did you bring me something? And he, he, he kneels down next to her and says, have you been naughty or nice? And she's like, I've been nice. So he gives her a present. He gives her a bloody... Uh, box cutter box cutter yeah that he used to kill someone else that's a present <laughs> and then he leaves uh and then we get to the sledding scene which i know oh yeah you're, you're, you're probably a fan <laughs> of here yes uh, that's fantastic so we have these two bullies who like who are the same age as the other guys and they're all like 16 which is kind of weird because i feel like by 16 you're kind of outgrowing this stupid kind of bullying but uh, yeah. they they basically steal these two other kids uh, sleds to go sledding and the first guy goes sledding down the hill and he gets to the end and he's like yeah that's me I'm down at the bottom come come after me <laughs> and the second guy's like yeah watch this and then he sleds and then Billy jumps out and decapitates him as he's sledding down the hill <laughs> and so when the sled gets to the bottom to the other guy there's no head. There's no head in the corpse. Yeah. It's just kind of this, you know, standing up with a, the stump at the neck. Uh, it, it's pretty uh, fantastic, and then it, it's also just funny, like how excited these kids are to like go sledding. Like, it's not like I don't know, sledding's not that great. Like, once you're that old, I think you're a little over sledding, especially yeah. like when they are sledding. It doesn't look that like fun like it's not like they're smoothly going down like looks like they kind of have to propel themselves with their hands a little bit <laughs> also what what time is this at night now that they're sledding at because like the store's closed it's... he's went around and killed people in a house already yeah. i mean bare minimum like 10 o'clock but even that feels like a little safe like it feels like it'd be at least midnight or something yeah it feels like it's late in the night now um Meanwhile, the good nun is working with a, a, a detective because she's worried about what's happening. In fact, one of my favorite things, because uh, the music's really over the top, and this whenever everything like shocking happens, like dun dun dun, you know, it's very <laughs> in your face. Yeah. Uh, when she gets a call from the magician, oh, Billy's doing great. He's actually filling in now for for his now as Santa Claus, and she puts down the phone with a serious like dun dun dun. <laughs> like, she knows this is dangerous. You fools! What have you done? <laughs> So basically, she figures out that, oh, he's probably going back to the orphanage to kill Mother Superior. And probably the biggest problem with this movie is that she doesn't get killed because she deserves it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and, and instead they kill the like the, the death priest. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he yeah. doesn't kill the death, death, death priest. The cop oh, kills the, the death oh, yeah, priest. Fair. yeah. <laughs> because... The, the, the death deaf priest is walking towards the offer he's dressed as Santa Claus and the cop shouts out hey halt and he doesn't so he just shoots him <laughs> and then I, I, I laugh actually really hard because it, it cuts to like, the good nun and the the, 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 the the cop the main detective like driving towards the orphanage and 
he's, he's telling the, he's, you know, he's like hearing about this over the radio and he's telling her, oh no, he called out and he didn't respond. He's like, of course he wouldn't. He's dead. <laughs> I, I laughed a lot when she said that. I'm like, oh, that's gold. Oh, oh it's so great. And then, um, well, first of all, I want to say the, uh, uh, the good nun <laughs> sounds like a, like, I don't know, new drama on like NBC or something. Uh, That's all I can think um, to call her. I don't know her name. <laughs> that, that's fair. But, uh, and also it's funny because like this is not the the first time that the cops had like almost killed someone dressed up as Santa. Well, I mean, technically this time they did kill them. Yeah. But like they, they had an incident earlier where they almost shot a guy dressed oh, as yeah. Santa. Oh, yeah. It's not even like he's out in the street. They, they break into someone's house because they see a Santa Claus who's yeah. it's a dad dressed up as Santa trying to give his kid a present. Yeah. And they, they bust in and try and kill him. Yeah. And yeah. then like uh, this is this is the the line that like makes me laugh. Like the, the little girl's reaction, she goes, Daddy, like, <laughs> and then the cops like, Daddy. <laughs> oh, oh this movie's something. It really is. Uh, so, so the cop is like guarding the orphanage until the other one gets there, gets killed eventually. You know, Billy axes him as you do. Yeah, and then he comes in to kill Mother Superior. He's walking towards, um, and he's saying. You know what was he saying? I, I think she's yelling out, "Santa's not real! Santa's not real!" Um, and he's like, "Oh, you've been naughty! You must be punished!" Yeah. And then, yeah. just as he's going to swing the axe at her, the cop shoots him from behind, and that's kind of the, the end. Barring, of course, <laughs> the final moment where the camera goes up from the axe and you know, dead Billy up to this kid in the orphanage. Maybe his brother. Oh, he seems far too young to be his brother. Yeah. No, it's weird. Uh, I I do feel like that is supposed to be his brother yeah. but there, there's no like indication that, that the movie I, I think maybe i'm bringing like stuff i know from the sequel into it maybe yeah. trying to make it make sense but like yeah <laughs> there's no, no reason why you would think that uh and and even if it is like his brother it's not necessarily like uh like i don't know if he he would have the same uh like trauma that he did because he's yeah. like you know a baby when all that earlier stuff happened to but him. this kid's just witnessed a santa claus being shot in front of him so the camera just comes up to him and he's like punish and then it, you know, <laughs> the movie ends on that or does he say yeah. naughty does he say naughty or punish i can't remember which one he says uh they're kind of like interchangeable they for are. Me, so I, I forget but <laughs> he says one of the two but uh, the point is, is he it, says it, it like billy and it's yeah. like dun 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 sequel <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's like an evil Christmas spirit that just like jumped from him. Yeah, jumped from Billy to him. Yeah. I can see. I feel that. like that's something we would learn about in the fourth movie or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It turns out there's there's technically five of these. <laughs> Although everyone after the second sounds like it was just another Christmas horror movie, they got renamed yeah. to Silent Deadly Night because they had the rights to the name. Um, we may do one every year for the next <laughs> five years. Why not? That sounds about good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no need to rush through them. They're Christmas movies after all. Uh, they're of also course. very standalone and not related to each other, except two, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, no, nah, uh, the movie's a blast. It's, it's definitely a bad movie. It's full of bad acting. It is not... <laughs> if, if you're looking for good portrayals of, like, you know, human beings... <laughs> If you're, oh, sure. if you're looking for something that's remotely feminist in any way, it is not. This is... Oh, no. Th th this is... It, you know, for, for as much as I love it, yeah, we have to call it out. It is, like, the epitome oh, yeah. of, like... 
you know, it, it's it's very sleazy. Yeah. Like it's you know, uh, it, like it, it doesn't really treat anything with like the care that it should. Like you know, every, yeah, talking about like rape and like murder and yeah. There's multiple attempted like, rapes. There's multiple useless sex scenes. The only female characters who don't take their top off are the nuns. <laughs> and I was kind of expecting it at some point, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, I think you have to call these things out. You know, it's a product of its time. You have to know that going in. But um... oh yeah, no, yeah, it's like it, it's it's very trashy, but in like you know the very entertaining B level kind yeah. of way. Like, uh, like obviously not that you know movies should be like this, but just uh, again, it's one of those ones that um. Like, uh, you watch it and you just can't, like, you can't help but wonder, like, who the hell is the person that made this movie? Like, what do they think? I'll tell you like... who. Charles E. <laughs> Sellier Jr. But it's just like, what like what do you think of humanity? Like, how do you think humans work and interact with each other? Because nothing feels natural, but uh, that's kind of what makes it so great. So, I mean, who am I to judge him? <laughs> I love how this is based on a story by someone and then a screenplay. Like, you know, it's got two writers... Well, yeah, I mean, it's based on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is baffling. Um, yeah, so I, the, the, it's, 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 it's a, a delightful holiday classic for the whole family to enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. All right. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Um I guess we'll rate the movie then. This is one of these weird ones that's hard to rate. It's like, do I do it based yeah. on objective quality or do I bring my enjoyment into it and like go higher because of that? Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is kind of a little bit of a mix of both because like, you know, if um, like if we're talking about like enjoyment level, like yeah, I'd probably give it like you know an eight or something. But yeah, I, know, no, it I feels... agree. Yeah, it's up there. It's like an eight out of but, ten enjoyment wise. Yeah, but that feels kind of weird to give something like yeah. How many? Uh, how many? Like genu- high. How many genuinely good or even great movies have we given an eight to? Do, do we really yeah, want like... to put this next to? I don't know. <laughs> like like <Yeah>. hereditary. <laughs> eight out of yeah. ten. Hereditary. Yeah, exactly. Silent Deadly Night. Exactly. Uh, so I think uh, I, I think I'm gonna kind of split the difference and go with a uh, a six point five because I, I feel like seven is still like it's a well made film category. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go just a little bit below that, but it still gets like a, a pretty high score just due to the entertainment factor. I'm going seven. I can't give it an eight. I can't get in good conscience give it yeah. an eight, even though I love it. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. That is as high as I'm willing to go, even though it's not actually that good. But yeah. it's great, if that makes sense. It is a phenomenal oh, bad movie. Um, th- this is up there with, you know, The Pit. It's up there with um, oh, yeah. you know, some of these other things that we've done where they're, just, they're so entertaining despite being so bad and yeah, uh, in so many ways. So Yeah, and, and this is like a... Uh this is like a yearly watch for me like once a like you know i love uh christmas horror movies so once it gets to you know be around this time you know this is a this is always a, a fun one to pull out yeah uh so yeah so this is the first of two christmas episodes we're doing uh you'll get this this week then next week you'll get another christmas movie um which is a newer movie so we'll see how that goes 
Um, but we have another one coming next week, so look forward to that. And then the week after that, we'll have a New Year's movie. And then finally after that, we'll, we'll hopefully get back to chipping through some catch-up 2018 stuff and some uh, sequels that we've got paled up because, god damn it, there's a lot of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that has been Saturday Deadly Night. Uh, let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, all of it does help because YouTube, like the analytics, and uh, that's how they promote things and whatnot. Uh, but of course, if you really want to support us, uh, the show on the channel, you can go over to patreon.com slash TV and you can uh, support us financially for as little as a dollar per month and get some bonuses and some stuff uh, over there. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching uh, this show. <laughs> keep watching the scary movies. <laughs> get us on Twitter at Streams Midnight. Um, yeah, keep watching the scary movies. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you next time. Merry Christmas. Punish!